0: This podcast was produced by ORFM
1: Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air.
0: Well, last week we heard about the relationship between the Brain Health Research Centre and Neurological Foundation and Otago Museum, uh, who currently are presenting a virtual Brain Week through until 17th of March. Uh, we thought we'd take an opportunity to catch up again with Rich Easton from the Neurological Foundation of New Zealand to talk about another aspect of that, and that is the current campaign, Give the Green Light. Rich, uh, Maureen, good to have you with us again. Sure, nice to be back, Jeff. Just uh, for those who didn't catch that interview the other day, let's just uh, recap a little bit on on who you are and the work that you do at the Neurological Foundation. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Uh, so we're a charity that's been around for fifty-one years, and we raise funds to provide research and education into neurological conditions. Uh, so over the last fifty-one years, we've funded more than fifty million dollars of research, and at the moment, we're funding about five million every year. Uh, and the program that we have includes education, both public education, helping people to understand about the importance of research and also the work that we do in funding early career research uh, scientists and clinicians.
0: The current campaign is Give the Green Light Rich. Tell us more about that.
1: Yes, it sort of builds off the the traffic light alert system at the moment and particularly it's uh, aimed at ensuring that the researchers that we fund can continue to do their vital work Uh, understanding the brain and the neurological disorders and trying to minimise the disruption that they've been facing during the pandemic over the last two and a bit years.
0: Yeah, tell us a little bit about that, Rich. How has COVID-19 affected researchers and their research?
1: Yeah, look, it's been a tough time for the research community all over the country. Uh, For us, uh, we've had 92 of the projects that we've funded have had some impact in terms of the researchers' ability to carry on doing their work in the laboratories or, or not, as the case may be, uh, when the country's been in lockdown. Uh, experiments that have had to be abandoned uh, or restarted and, and in some cases some of the research you know, has gone back three, six or nine months in terms of where they hope to be at this time just because of the accessibility to carry on their work.
0: Yeah, you can only imagine that that's hugely disruptive. Uh, you know, I would imagine that... For for pretty much any research project, you have a timeline. You have certain benchmarks along that timeline, and in many cases, if you can't maintain that consistency of approach, you almost have to go back to square one. In some cases,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, many of the researchers are kind of heartbroken having to start almost completely again, which after you know many many months of work is really devastating um, for, for them.
0: What's the uh, Neurological Foundation been doing during the pandemic so far to support researchers?
1: Yeah, uh, look, our board was really supportive of the researchers right from the very beginning, back in April 2020. Um, we've got about $11.5 million of funded research that has been touched uh, by the COVID, and we've put up $1.3 million worth of extensions for uh researcher wage subsidies and working expenses, uh, which is all aimed at keeping those researchers able to function, able to complete the projects that we had invested in. A really good example of that uh, would be um, Dr. Thomas Park in, in the university in Auckland. He has been doing some work on glioblastoma, which is like brain tumour research, and some of his work relies on brain tissue samples coming from the hospital, just over the road from the university, gets 30 or 40 pieces of brain tissue a year that's donated by people that have had them removed. And obviously he hasn't been able to do any of that work um, while COVID's been on. So the vital extension of his funding has been really well appreciated to ensure he can keep the work
0: going. You've already touched on this a bit, but we could explore it a little bit more, Rich. Why is it so important to keep research um, going, keep that forward momentum going?
1: Yeah, look, the, the the burden of neurological conditions is only growing as the population gets older and um, more and more people start to realise they're impacted, uh, the one in five Kiwis that have a neurological condition. and For us, we want to make sure that we've invested in the best research, we want to make sure that that's successful because it's really the pathway to hope for preventions or cures or better quality of life for those that are are living with a neurological
0: condition. I guess all of us can understand why you would um, place such an importance on a campaign like this, Give the Green Light. What? What does it put in train? What what does having this campaign in place mean that you might be able to do?
1: Yeah, look, some of it, uh, Jeff, is the importance around being able to continue to fund the research. Some of it's the awareness and understanding of how important the research work is and that you know, whilst the world is going through a really difficult time at, at many levels, the importance about uh, neurological research hasn't gone away and the people living with those conditions continue to do so every day. So it's very much about that pathway for them uh, and for the researchers to find hope in the future.
0: So for our listeners, uh, how can they learn more about this campaign and, and importantly, how can they support it?
1: Yes, so uh, the, the best way would be to go to the Give the Green Light the .org.nz website that uh, gives some information and links into our broader website where you can find out about the work that we've done, the events that we've got coming up over the coming weeks, and, and also, uh, as we talked about last week, that wonderful relationship that we've got with the University of Otago and, and the Otago Museum in terms of supporting us during Frame Week in Otago.
0: Give us that website again, Rich.
1: Give the greenlight.org.nz
0: and here we are just a few days out from the conclusion of this, uh, f- I guess you'd call it inaugural virtual brain week, given that uh, that yeah. things are not running as they normally do. How has it been going, Rich?
1: Yeah, look, it's been really exciting to try something different and uh, really lovely to be able to see that you know, the four uh, presenters that we had uh, giving us an update on the work that they've been doing, uh, uh, accessible nationally and some wonderful uh, activities for everybody to explore a little bit more about some of the community groups in Otago that we work with closely on Brain Day. So do go to um, the Otago Museum's website to have a look at uh, the Brain Week activities. <sighs>
0: Rich Easton from the Neurological Foundation of New Zealand. Thanks again for da- taking some time, Rich, to join us here on the awesome morning show. All the very best for the rich of, rest of Virtual Brain Week and very importantly, all the best with the Give the Green Light campaign.
1: Awesome. Thanks very much, Jeff. really appreciate um, being able to catch up with you.
0: This podcast
1: was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.